Plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management, the host of Your Healthy Retirement. Joining Steve Davis on today's show is Dave Andreessen. Joining me on the phone now is Steve Davis from Davis Wealth, and it's time for this week's edition of Your Healthy Retirement. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dave. How are you? I am doing well. And, you know, normally when I give the business report during the new news hour, I say, well, it's a good day to go home and check your IRA or your 401k. And on the days when there's a lot of red, I say you might just, you know, not want to do that. But today is one of those days that you might want to go home and uh, check to see how you did. And one of the things that we're going to talk about today is Roth IRAs versus traditional IRAs. And What's the difference between them? Because they are kind of confusing, but they're also both beneficial to, depending on your situation. So, Steve, let's talk a little bit about it. How do you choose one or the other? Yeah, it's always a a great uh, topic to discuss. Uh, And they are two completely different vehicles in the sense of how you're affected by them from a tax standpoint. So, you know, you want to think about it long-term to get the winner for yourself as you as an individual. So at Davis Wealth Management, we're not going to tell you that you should do one or the other or a combination or, you know, other options you can do to convert IRAs to Roths. We're going to sit down with you and look at your specific situation and try to focus in on, okay, what's the tax implications going to be on the certain accounts that you hold at this point in time and is there better places to go? So it's really taking that bigger picture and looking at it and say, okay, this affects me this way now. How is it going to affect me in the future? And which one's going to leave me the most money after I pay my taxes? Okay. So with that being said, Let's just look at your traditional IRA. Beginning in 2020, anyone who earns income, you can contribute to a traditional IRA. Whether the contribution is tax deductible depends on your income and whether your spouse, if you're married, um, whether you guys are covered by other retirement plans through your job, such as 401k. Okay. Because what some people don't realize is you can actually contribute to IRAs and have post-tax money. Right. Also, there's some ways to contribute to these traditional IRAs. Now, the Roth IRA, you don't have age restrictions as far as putting money in, taking money out, but you're going to have some income eligibility restrictions. So in 2021, if you're single, you have to make modified adjusted income has to be less than 125000 in order for you to contribute to a Roth. If you make over that, you cannot open up a Roth IRA, or you can have one, but you just can't contribute to it. Maybe you made that much more money that year. Correct, so every year could be different, Dave. Right. Where married filing jointly, the modified adjusted gross income must be below 198,000. Okay. Okay. There's these two options, okay? And you really wanna start to look at where you are in your retirement planning process, how far off are you, One of the things we offer anybody who's listening, if they want to get a free copy, we have a book, and we'll give them a complimentary copy. And all they have to do is text the word RETIRE603 to 555-888. Real easy. And the book that we're going to give them is called The Ticking Tax Time Bomb. Because the reality of it is, I, I understand you know, what the government's done in the last 
couple of years, giving oh, in the last year, giving out the stimulus money. Yes. And they're going to give us more this year. People have already been receiving checks, and we may even see another stimulus package. But on all the companies that are getting money, we're eventually going to have to pay for this, Dave. Yeah. It's eventually, you know, you just can't keep having money flow out of Washington and no one be responsible for it. And we're all going to see that eventually down the road in the form of taxes. Well, we've already seen, you know, with the new administration coming in, you know, President Biden has talked about raising taxes, not necessarily on the middle class, but some of the more upper class, uh, different income tax brackets. So we're already starting to see the possibility of that. But you're right. Somebody's got to pay for this. We can't keep having the same tax base that we have. Correct. And, and it's interesting because the other discussion that I heard out of the Biden administration was that, you know, there was talk about eliminating capital gains altogether. And instead of using a capital gains tax of, you know, a standard 15% on the, you know, lower middle income, they're talking about converting that all over just as income. Oh. So it just increases your overall tax bracket on Social Security, pensions, and any other place you may be drawing money now. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, there's a lot of people out there who may be right now in the 22% tax bracket, and now they're going to take capital gains, and capital gains only used to be 15%. Well, yeah. now it could be 22 or it could even push you to a 24%. 24% tax bracket. Sure, and that could be a big part of your portfolio where maybe you get to a certain age where you're relying on that capital gains and, and that could really be um, detrimental towards your retirement and your income stream. That's why I think this Ticking Tax Time Bomb is just a great book for everybody to read and it's a complimentary copy. So again, if someone wants it, all they have to do is text the word retire 603 to 555 Okay. Now, Steve, you talked, we're talking with Steve Davis from Davis Wealth in this week's edition of Your Healthy Retirement. Steve, you mentioned or you talked about the definition of a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA, who is eligible for it. But now, one of the things you says, it's uh, which one leaves you more money after you paid your taxes. So let's talk about the tax implications. Correct. And that's the key component of making the decision whether to do the Roth or the traditional. Now, The traditional IRA and your 401ks, obviously, what they're doing at this point in time in your life is they are reducing your taxable income today. Mm -hmm. The good news is, Dave, we know what our tax brackets are today. Some of us may feel like, hey, you know, with this past administration, you know, the lower tax brackets, I may be willing to pay those taxes now as opposed to later because who knows what the future is going to be. Or maybe I want to create a plan that does a combination of both, okay? Okay. But let's just look at, you know, the difference between Roth and IRA. Uh, contribution to an Roth, a Roth IRA is after-tax dollars. So, in other words, you've already paid the taxes on it. And I like to kind of explain to people, it's like being a farmer. And let's say you're growing a crop. Do you want to pay for the seed or the crop if you're a farmer? Well, I think You'd you rather want... pay for the seed. Right because the seed will produce a larger crop. So you want to pay now on a smaller amount. It's the same concept with a Roth. Pay your taxes now, never pay them again. So therefore, if you did a $5,000 contribution, and then 10 years down the, lo- down the line, you go to take that $5,000 out of your Roth, you'll get 5000 back if you didn't earn any interest. Yeah. Whereas a traditional IRA... 
the advantage is it's you're using pre-tax dollars. So you're not going to pay any taxes on the money you contribute. So if you contribute 5000 that's great. But that same 5000 if you go to take it out and you're in the 22% tax bracket, that 5000 will only be worth 3900 after taxes. Now, both those examples give, I gave were primarily without interest. So what I want to really do is kind of take it a step further. Okay. Let's say we invest $5,000 in an IRA, and we have 40 years, and it earns 5%. Your final balance will be $600,000. Not so, too bad. Not too shabby. Could live off of that on a combination of hopefully, you know, Social Security and maybe, you know... Um, pensions, but pensions are becoming less and less uh, available out there in today's economics and in today's business world. But on that 600000 if it's in a Roth, the full balance is available for retirement planning. So no taxes. So, so when I go to file my tax return at the end of the year, I don't have to, I'm not paying taxes on that. Correct. So in other words, that 600000 okay, is worth 600000 so on top of that, there's also other ramifications. Right now, when you start to collect money in your retirement ages, your Social Security benefits, okay, um, can be taxed based on the amount of income you earn. So therefore, you know, a lot of people come into the office, Dave, and they're like, I'll sit down and we'll say, okay, let's see what your Social Security numbers are. They'll give me their 62 number. Yeah. Some of them will give us the 66 number or the 67 or the 70. And let's just use a hypothetical of someone at 67 says, yeah, I'm getting, you know, I'm going to be getting $2,600 a month. Well, the reality of it is that's not what they're going to be bringing home because the first thing the government's going to do is take the Part B out of there for Med- Medicare. Right. Okay. So you're losing at a starting point. I think it's uh, one forty-five fifty or one fifty. They're taking out um, out of out of that a month. Now, on top of that, there's income levels on how much you can earn before the government will start taxing your Social Security benefits. So, if that 67 year old person maybe had a part time job, is what you're saying? Part time job, or is got a pension, or is taking other IRA money from other accounts, okay. all goes as income, okay? I see. So the Roth, you can generate an income street and create a retirement lifestyle with that Roth, and it won't affect taxation on the other monies. Okay. Down the road. Right. Okay? Whereas a traditional IRA, that same $5,000 a year, earning 5% interest, you'll have 600000 Okay. But let's just say you're in the 22% tax bracket. That tax is $132,000 that they're going to take out of there, which could translate roughly to about $700 a month of less money spending because you're going to pay Uncle Sam. No. Okay. You start to take it at yeah. age 72. Okay. Okay. Not a, a, so, what, what about if you also, like you said, if you have a part-time job or you're collecting a pension from somewhere, does your Social Security still get reduced then? Correct, it does. It goes into the calculation of what percentage your Social Security will be taxed on. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. So what the government did was create income thresholds for Social Security. And the first administration that did it was um, the Reagan administration created income thresholds. And 
than the um, Clinton administration added to those income thresholds. And these are the conversations we have with clients, and this is how we try to educate them to make them understand. When you go to retire, we want to make sure you understand what the exact amount of money is that we need to bring home to meet our everyday living expenses. You just can't look at that Social Security check and think you're getting that full amount because you're not going to. There's a lot of variables involved. And when you probably talk to your clients about this and they don't and they see the numbers about how much they could be possibly making less, you probably get a lot of, you know, wide eyes. A lot of wide eyes and a lot of angry people. Mm. It's amazing, Dave, how many people get angry because they didn't realize that there's a potential taxation on their social security benefits. Yeah. So understanding these two retirement planning processes is extremely important, okay? And the withdrawal rules for these types of money are also different. As we know, traditional IRAs, you have to start to take what they call your required minimum distribution, okay? It used to be age 70 and a half, and with the CARES Act, that changed as of last year and pushed out the required minimum distribution age now to age 72. Okay. Now, with that being said, there's already been articles published in the last year that um, Congress, the, the Congress and Senate may also consider pushing that number out to age 75. So that's always a plus. A lot of times people get to age 70, 70 and a half, 72, and they go, well, I really don't need that money. I don't want to take it. Well, you have to take it in a traditional IRA. Okay. Whereas the Roth, there's no requirements of when to take it, how to take it. You just, there's no requirement there. So you can take it at age 75, 78, or you can just structure it to leave to a beneficiary I see. and create a succession plan for someone else. Okay, because if you are 70, there are, there are a lot of 72-year-old people who are working and they're still making Correct. a good income. So, And as as, and our long, as our longevity increases and people are living longer, this could be more of an occurrence. It's going to become more of an occurrence for several reasons. We're seeing more and more people later in their ages going back to work because they did improper planning. They did the improper calculations. They're in certain tax brackets. And remember, you know, when you're a couple, it's combined income as opposed to a single filer. So we're seeing, we're seeing a lot of people who are like, oh, I didn't realize that this was going to happen. And I didn't realize that this potential tax was going to be there. And it eroded away what they thought was going to cover their survival expenses during retirement. Okay. And that's even before, you know, being able to really, listen, when we're in retirement, what we all really want to do is, you know, that survival page that we have to meet every month yeah. to make our ends meet. Right. That's part of retirement. But really what we want to see in retirement is the other page, which is the desired expenses. That's being able to do the things you want to do, travel, hunt, fish, work on motorcycles if that's your hobby, woodworking, gardening. You know, there's a whole slew of things, and they all cost money. So what we do at Davis Wealth Management is we sit down and we look at every little aspect and flip every rock to make sure we understand the people sitting in front of us, what they want to accomplish, what they want to create, and we take everything into account, and then we put a comprehensive plan together to help them accomplish that. So you don't necessarily recommend one over the other, a Roth versus a traditional. To, it, it's all dependent on your, your current situation and your spouse's situation. It, it is. Every individual is different. And 
it's always amazing to us when we sit down with people and they come into the office and we go through a process. It's a very defined process because what we're trying to do in our office is look down the road and say, okay, we know what retirement planning is today. We know what to encounter today. We have to be able to look ahead and say, okay, what are the potential roadblocks that also can affect our clients down the road? And those roadblocks, can we minimize them or eliminate them? Because remember, there's no perfect financial plan, and it's very difficult to see what's going to pop up in the future, but you want to create a plan that's flexible, that allows your client to be able to adjust to these types of things. And understanding taxation and the effect of taxation on your retirement income is extremely important. Now, I was going to say, especially if you are in your early 40s and, you know, now if you plan ahead, you don't want to be doing this when you're 60 and then discover that you're going to be making less money in retirement. So now is the time to do it if you are working age, middle age. Oh, absolutely. When you're in your 40s, your 50s, you know, I have two two daughters. One's 27. The other one is um, 23. Uh, and I will tell you, both of my kids, the day they started working, they started Roth. Of course. I want their Roth to be the bulk of their retirement savings plan so that in the future, they just don't care. Sure. You know? There's also some techniques, though, for people in their, you know, you know, we talk about, you hit on it, you know, great to start understanding this in your 40s. But like you said, when you're in your 50s, 60s, is there something you can do to help with this planning process? Because you may be in higher incomes. You may have contributed a large amount into your already existing 401k or IRA. Well, you can do a thing called Roth conversions, okay? And Roth conversions give you the ability to take money that you've already paid tax or that you've not paid taxes on. So it's either you could use a traditional IRA or 401k. Okay. Instead of making a contribution like we talked about earlier and the contribution levels, I'm not sure if I hit on those for 2021. Contribution levels for IRAs and Roth IRAs, 50 and younger, it's you can contribute $6,000 a year. Over 50 you can contribute 7,000. But with those contributions, remember you have to fall within the um, guidelines of you know, what your adjusted gross income is for the Roth. Right, right, absolutely. Whereas a Roth conversion, that's not the issue. You can start to convert IRA money over to Roth at any time, any age, and there's no limitations. Okay. So, in other words, I don't have a $7,000 limit to putting money into a Roth if I'm 55. Let's say, and I had a lot of clients in the last three or four years where we've been doing Roth conversions, you can convert, let's say you have a $500,000 IRA, you go to retire and only you're living on just maybe Social Security at that point, you really don't need any other money. You could take chunks of, of your IRA or your 401k and convert it over into Roth IRA. Okay. So twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 a year. That's real more advanced planning. If anybody out there is listening and they really want to sit down or even just talk to us over the phone, they can just go on our webpage it's DavisWealthMGMT.com, and there's a little button where you can click on it and say, I want to talk to you for 15 minutes, 
and it's just a 15-minute conversation if you have questions about what we're talking about today, yep. and we'll help you answer those questions. Uh, you can also get their book, The Ticking Tax Time Bomb, by texting the word RETIRE603 to 555-888. Steve Davis with Davis Wealth on this uh, week's edition of Your Healthy Retirement. Steve, it's been a pleasure and a lot of great information here. Yeah, thanks, Dave. You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement Podcast with Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to shows. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. 